wonderful people welcome once again to another episode of chance from thursdays where we take your heart your mind and your life to the next level through the word of the lord thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode i hope you've had a great great november so far and i hope that you are continually trusting god in the remaining 40 something days that is in the year 2020 and just remember and trust that god that has started this good work within us will bring it to a perfection and will complete it in the name of jesus so this week's episode of holding on to god's word really is vital especially with the remainder of the 40 something days within this year 2020 um sometimes it can seem a bit difficult to actually believe god's promises to hold on to what he's saying but i think sometimes when we sit back and actually ask ourselves why is it that we need to hold on to god's word or why is it important to know and remember God's promises? Or why is it important to know and remember God's nature and character? Because I think that really plays an impact on how we are actually able to successfully hold on to God's word. And I think also asking ourselves like, why can we hold on to God's word in terms of what God has said initially and you know what God has called us into? And so if we look at the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1, from verse 4 i'm going to read it in the new living translation so jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 it says the lord gave me this message i knew you before i formed you in your mother's womb before you were born i set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations and then jeremiah in verse 6 says oh sovereign lord i said i can't speak for you I'm too young. And in verse 7, the Lord replied, Do not say, I'm too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And do not be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. You know, when we look at this, we see Jeremiah and his internal battle with what God had said early on when the Lord sent the message in verse 5 and then his reply with verse 6 saying that he can't speak because he's too young and in this case this is referring to his age and his thinking and idea that he's too young to actually be used he's too young to actually fulfill and be the prophet that God has called him to be but the thing is when we look at it in terms of holding on to God's word with our own selves and the situations that we find ourselves in it can be likened to us receiving the word of the lord in the beginning of 2020 and with how verse 5 is said that the lord had gave jeremiah the message same thing with us the lord probably gave you a message in the beginning of the year perhaps last year when we were praying into the year of 2020 and the decade and throughout this year there's been so many different words of encouragement words of hope that you've probably listened to encountered whether to conferences regular sunday sermons you know weekday sermons or online youtube sermons that you have partaken in by joining churches online so i feel like in that same way we've also received the word of the lord as jeremiah did but then likewise like jeremiah because he was human as we are human like in verse 6 we've probably kind of complained and kind of looked down on ourselves or the situation in some sort of way 
okay with jeremiah he was saying that he was too young that was his excuse but with us perhaps our excuse is covid has happened you know you've lost this and granted it's legit because jeremiah was probably a young person the fact that he said he's young he probably wasn't like 70 saying oh i'm too young don't use me he knew that he was young and that was probably the fact on the ground likewise covid was around it is the fact on the ground covid is trying to come back again with a second wave things seem to be depleted economy seems to be depleted job applications are not being as successful that can be the fact on the ground like you've not been getting a lot of callbacks from companies and places that you've applied to or your business is really struggling that is the fact on the ground but then when we then look into verse 7 when the lord replied to jeremiah god said don't say that don't use this excuse for you must go wherever i've sent you and say whatever i tell you and i feel like that is coinciding with last week's episode of speaking god's word because i feel like god is telling us don't say that covid is ruining jobs and there's no more jobs don't say that the economy is destroyed and your life is over don't say that 2020 was a waste don't say that 2020 is rubbish don't say any of those things i feel like god is saying don't say excuses don't bring up excuses because by you bringing up the excuses in a way you are trying to counteract or tell god that yes you may have said that you can do this but this is what i'm faced with so clearly you can't do this because what i'm faced with is greater than you and we know that that's not true we know that god is above everything that happens because he created the things that are invisible visible in this earth underneath the earth he created it all and so we need to realize that just as god was telling jeremiah here don't say this excuse for you must go wherever i send you and actually say whatever i tell you so what is god telling you that's what we need to realize we need to ask ourselves what is god telling me about this remaining days in this year 2020 what is god telling me about my business though it may look like a dry land right now though it may look so depleted though it may look like there isn't an abundance but what is god telling you what is god showing you for your academics what is god telling you for that degree that you are struggling in or that course that program because the fact is that what god had told jeremiah in verse 5 that before he formed him he knew him he knew him in his mother's womb he knew jeremiah and in the same way god knows you god knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb he had set you apart and the thing is i feel like the enemy makes us forget the fact that god actually was at our origin of creation that god was actually there when we're created because the enemy makes it seem like god just came in the scene recently and not the fact that god was there before us and then you know we see this even with jeremiah 29 verse 11 where it says that for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future i feel like the holy spirit right in this through jeremiah was very important because god knows that the enemy will come and lie to us and try to tell us that god's plans for us does not involve hope does not involve a future does not involve any good things 
things have prospered. I feel like the enemy would want to come and just tell us that everything that we're going through is for our destruction. Everything that we're going through is because God either isn't there and maybe he is there, but he's doing it to destroy us, which is completely false. And so because of that, I feel like we need to go back to what God has said and hold on to it. What did God say earlier, as it said in verse 5 with Jeremiah chapter 1? God had told Jeremiah, this is what I've created you for. This is what I've called you onto. This is the word I've given to you. And sometimes this word may be a collective word or it may be an individual word, but it's still a word. And it's a matter of, are you going to hold on to it? Are you going to hold on to what God has said? Or are you going to allow excuses to come against that and to bring up doubt in your mind? Because yes, you may be young. Yes, you know, right now your bank account isn't red. Yes, right now you're looking for a new place to rent. You're looking for a new job. You're trying to switch your career. You're trying to switch your degree specialization. You're trying to figure out whether or not you're going to be able to go to medical school, law school, whatever it is. And it may seem difficult. It may seem like there is no light at the end of the tunnel. It may seem like every obstacle is in your way. But what has God said? And what are you going to say? Are you going to say what God has told you to say? Are you going to go where God has told you to go? Or are you going to allow excuses in terms of the current things that you face? Are you going to allow that to hold you down? Because that can seem to be the easy way out, honestly. Because it means it's less of an effort from your end because all you have to do is just succumb to what the enemy is saying and just sit in that place of, okay, this is what it is and I just have to accept it. But you don't have to accept it. You can actually accept what God has said and actually speak what God has said. And slowly but surely, you will begin to see the manifestation because the word of God is powerful. The word of God has has life. And Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 tells us, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. The Bible tells us that the word of God is alive and active. And so we need to speak that word that is alive and active into every dead thing. We need to speak it into every dead thing because whatever the enemy tells us, Whatever situations and circumstances and challenges shows us it is dead because it doesn't have life in it. Because anything that is absence of God is absence of light and absence of life. And so if we need life in whatever we're facing right now, then we need to speak God's word because the word of God is alive and it is active. And because of that, we need to hold on to it. We need to hold on to what God is saying and we must go where he's telling us to go. No matter how hard it is, I know, I know it's hard. I know it is so easy, honestly, to just sit and just decide, well, 2020 is over, let's try again next year. It is so easy to just choose that option, to choose that route, but we're actually going to lose out so much more when you do that because, first of all, you're losing faith in God, you're losing the hope in God, and you're succumbing to the enemy's plans. And whatever the enemy plans for you, it is not of good. All he wants to do 
is steal, kill, and destroy. That's it. There is no light in him. There's no life in him. And if we choose to listen to him, that means we're choosing to say that we don't want life. We don't want light and we just want to be destroyed. And I think when we think about it from that aspect, from that lens, it actually allows us to recognize that, yo, we actually don't want darkness. We actually want light. We actually want life. We actually want truth. We want hope. Everyone wants hope. When you think about it, everybody is going through all these motions. As people say, they're hustling and doing all these things because they have a hope that, okay, if I do all these things, you can come out of whatever situation you're facing right now, whatever poverty you may be in. And you can be a millionaire. You can be an influencer and an ambassador and all these things that people are aspiring for. And so since everyone wants some sort of hope, we all want things to be better. Nobody wants to be in the downs. But when we choose the enemy's lies over the word of the Lord, technically we're choosing to be in the downs. We're choosing to be in that place where there is no light, where there is no life. And that place isn't fun. That place is is destruction. Because if there's no life, then there's no growth. There's no abundance. There's nothing coming out of it. So having the right perspective with that is really, really helpful because then it allows us to come to a place of recognizing, okay, what is it that I actually want? And do I want to listen to God's word or do I want to listen to the excuses and complaints that I could easily just sit in? Or do I want to listen to God's word and listen to God's voice and what he said? And though it may take us having to choose faith every time, having to trust in him, but we know that God is faithful but we know that God is not going to let us down. And I think also remembering God's character and remembering his nature will really help us to choose that option. Because when we realize and remember who God is, when we realize and remember that he doesn't just leave his children hanging, he doesn't just leave us anyhow, when we remember that, remember that he is a good father and that he loves us so much more than even we love ourselves. When we remember his love for us, I believe that that will help us trust his choices and it will help us trust his decisions in our lives and we wouldn't see it as a decision to destroy us but we'll see it as a decision that is rooted in love because God is love so I hope that was encouraging to us I hope that we remember that in this last couple of days or months in this year 2020 that we need to continuously hold on to God's word and not even only in this year 2020 but for the rest of our lives we really have a choice the bible says he is placed before us the choice of life and death and we have to choose this day each day we get to choose what we are going to live by are we going to live by his life are we going to live by his word or are we going to live with death and live with what the enemy's lies and what he's saying and sometimes we may not see that we're choosing death but if we're not choosing god then the only other option is death because god is alive right so we need to try and remember it and see it in that way. And when we do see it in that way, it will really help us to actually take better steps in navigating better. And of course, 
trusting in God's word, no matter how difficult it may be. And granted, it can be hard, especially when you may not see the manifestation so quickly. It can be hard to trust that it is working for your good. But knowing more about God and knowing more about his nature will help us know that your trust in him is not because of who you are, but because of who he is. And your decision to stand in him and his decision to keep his word is because he is a God that never lies, that never changes, that never sleeps or slumber. And because of that consistency, we can actually trust in him. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you've been blessed. Bye and God bless you.